This episode is brought to you by Rick's Eyewear. Eyewear that inspires confidence. If you would like to buy some premium eyewear, sunglasses, blue light frames, prescription, head online now, rickseyewear.com.au and check it out. Caps has been Australia's home of headwear since 2012. From snapback to fitted, curved peak to flat peak, our hats will fit anyone and everyone. Since then, we've grown and evolved into the leaders of US sports apparel in Australia. Head online at caps.com.au and check it out. Righto, let's get into the show. G'day guys, welcome back. Another big episode on the American Aces podcast platform. Today we're joined by Jeremy Cameron. Big Daddy, he doesn't do many of these, so I'm really excited to have the great man in town. He's jumped in the van and he's got a great story. I must say, I didn't know half of it. I'm pretty close with Jez and uh, didn't know his upbringing and uh, didn't know his story as well as I thought. So you'll really enjoy this one. Um, but yeah, while I've got you, thanks so much for all the support. Honestly, this community is building and it's it's fantastic to see. And your feedback every time we do a podcast is amazing, whether it's in the comments, whether you're sliding in the DMs, you know, you're asking questions. When we've got a guest and we know that time's coming up and we can allow you to put some questions in, I really appreciate it because you're really shaping the, the shows and the pods and we're growing and there's new announcement coming. So thank you. Uh, but one more thing, while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you could hit subscribe. It does mean the world. It does help us um, so that you know that you don't miss a beat when we drop a podcast. So hit subscribe, whether it's on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, and we'll keep pumping these podcasts out. So sit back, relax, get the popcorn out, enjoy the show. Jeremy Cameron coming to you live right now. Enjoy. It's been happening, big fella. Oh, mate, plenty. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty. Straight off the track and into the van. Oh, no, I'm actually a bit tired. I was saying on the way here, I'm a a little bit tired today. Not the best sleep last night, but... um, Good to be here, mate. I had a horrific sleep last night while you're on it, and I just uh, just smashed me seventh shot of coffee before. <laughs> I had a coffee at Makona. Uh, it's well talked about at the at the cats down there. We um, we all smash Makona about seven a day. I'm doing at the moment, which is good. I'm sure it's good for the body. Um, not too good for the guts, but yeah, nah. Uh, I'll try and stay you've, awake for you. You've always smashed coffee. Like you'd roll in the club with what? How many shots would you get? In the morning, I normally do like three before I even train. So I'm really wound up once I get out there, you know. No need for a warm-up. I'm already warm. Um, and then after that, yeah, as the day goes on, you need a couple more just to keep ticking. Oh, yeah. Well, I have seen. There's been a lot of footage. I didn't see you do this at the Giants much, but you've been sleeping the house down. And the, the nickname, is it the Emu? Is that what they were called, yeah? I've got the big emus nicknames, but the Emu, the Emu's one, they've uh, – I forgot who actually gave it to me at the start, but clearly the legs look like emu legs. That's where they've uh, got that one from. And it's sort of stuck, but like a lot of people call me different things. I, I get, you know, darty a fair bit, the dart, um, emu, jerry. People call me jerry, which, you know, only a couple of people will ever call me that at the Giants, I reckon. Um but yeah, a few nicknames down there, which is good. Change change things up a bit. I don't mind the emu. That's good. Emus, no, I, like I like emus, Tommy. So yeah. it's um yeah, like I don't have a bad thing to say about them. You know, um, very quick, agile sort of customer. Don't um, know what you're gonna not, get. Not the biggest brain either. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, so. Fuck yeah. Now, while we're, um, before we get into some of uh, Indiana, the beautiful partner of yours, Mailbag, she sent me some mail and it's just brilliant. We're going to get right into that. But 
How's the golf game? You're back into the golf. We're yeah. going to dive right into the golf right now because I only found out a few months ago, but you used to be a superstar. Well, you still are well, a superstar. But talk about your journey as a golfer because not many people would know about this. Yeah, so um, growing up, I loved sport, like any sport too, and I was willing to give anything sort of a crack. I, was, I love being outside. So um, I actually started when – I started playing when I was about eight um, with my grandfather. He um, – Sort of threw me under the bus a bit. I was keen to play, and and he he sort of said, "Oh no, he's going to hold us up." You know, like we're pretty strict on, you know, we got to get around in four hours. You know how yeah. um, the older sort of customers are sometimes. Real, real serious, operators. yeah, serious operators. And then I reckon after about six months, I, like they were holding me up. You know, that's how it was. <laughs> but um, the way I got into that, I actually had the wrong. I had right-handed clubs. Um, and I thought, how good is this? I'm starting to get better. And then I worked out I was left-handed and it all come together <laughs> real quickly after that. So you're hitting the right-handed clubs. I was for about a year, yeah. yeah. So I had a handicap and, and my handicap come into like 22. Um, and then- um, And how old are you at this point? At this, uh, at this stage, I'm about nine, I reckon, nine or 10. Right. And I'm thinking, you know, you only start with handicap depending on how good your first three cards are. Um could be 32, I think, is the highest, and then, you know, anything under that. But I was sort of stuck. I couldn't get better, and then I worked out I was left-handed. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I got I got a hand-me-down sort of set of clubs from one of, one of my grandfather's uh, mates who was left-handed, and away I went. But, yeah, back into it, I probably had about – Probably had about four years where I played two rounds a year. I reckon that's it. Just went real cold turkey on it. And, um, you know, it's something I love because you can do it while you're playing footy yeah. flat out. Like, mm. seriously, the time they give you down at the Cats, you could play five times a week if you wanted to. Comp. Yeah. That like, must- it's, it's incredible. But, um, yeah, I sort of just, you know, with the big move and stuff, that tied me up for a bit. COVID as well. There goes a couple of years. And then before that, I, I bought the boat and I was fishing every day. So as you saw yeah, um, in yeah. your time with me, um, I was fishing a lot. So yeah, it's good to be back on the clubs and looking forward to having a game with you sometime. I know. Well, we're actually, big shout out to my mate, Mickey Wallace, who's just got us on to Northern, just just well, to confirm that, mate. We're on there tomorrow. So we'll get it, we get to walk around a nice course. So thank you, Mickey boy. Um, who are the best golfers? Actually, before we go about everyone else that plays golf at the Cats, you you've skipped over a bit though. You you got you got really good as a junior. Um, well, yeah. So I used to I used to travel a bit, um, come up to Melbourne quite a bit, um, you know Adelaide and that sort of thing. And the the you know you'd go for a week, two week. It's like a camping trip. So it was sort of um, there was like forty fifty of the best young kids, and I can't even remember how I got accepted into this um we're going that far back but i was about 10 11 and um the kids that were w- with me playing were just serious opera like they were very serious um about their golf and i was more that country kid that just loved it and like really competitive wanted to beat them but just laid back and more like yeah. oh nice shot mate bang <laughs> whack it and like try and belt the cover off it and and probably my technique wasn't that good i'd only ever had um one um like one time where I actually won um a tournament and I got gifted like a um a day with a pro so I could actually learn a bit more and he yeah. was more like teaching me how to go. So I've never really been coached like that. I've just done it all myself. But um I loved it and then and then footy and cricket sort of come along and yeah, because as I mentioned, I love everything else as well. I wanted to give that a go and I sort of went from the addiction of golf straight into cricket and footy. 
Yeah. Well, what was your handicap? What was the lowest you got at, at uh, that point? I got down to about six, yeah. And you're only yeah. like 14 years yeah. old. Yeah, I, yeah, I was so, 14 and I couldn't hit a long ball, but I was very good around the greens. That's what I, you know, could do. Um, like these days I can hit a fairly long ball. ball. Yeah, so you can get that distance. But for me it was a bit more like let's just hit it down the middle, hit it down the middle again and then be really sharp around the greens. So yeah. that's how I got my handicap down. And then these days, like to be honest, getting back into it, I've probably gone backwards because now I am trying to smoke it and, and hit the green in one. Um, <laughs> and it doesn't work. You know how golf works. Yeah. It doesn't work. It's not that but easy. You can hit a long ball. I've seen some videos lately. But you, how far do you even hit the ball off the tee now? Oh, I don't know. I haven't. I, honestly, it's like the emu, mate. It's like when he I kicks a footy. Just, I have. Yeah. You can kick it a long way. I have just been um, fitted out with some new tailor made. So I'm actually excited about that because it's been 12, 11 years, I think, since I've had new clubs. And oh wow, I've heard technology's gone a long way. Um, <laughs> Look out! And mate. I went in and and hit a few balls and. I tell you what, I've got to wait another three weeks, I think. And I've, I played a game two days ago in the rain, and the, the old clubs, I just can't feel it anymore. Like, I'm just, I, I'm so super excited for the new stuff to come. I saw that one in the trees uh, the other day. That was quite funny. So, you, you, your golf your golf game um, at that age, I remember you saying not long ago, but you, you just wanted to be around that team environment. You're such a good fella. So, you started picking up cricket and footy. Before we get into footy, this is another thing that people don't realise. At the Giants, was only there for a short time, but we used to play that you know, cricket game after the end of pre-season and oh, actually before Chrissy break. And there was a rule only for you, three steps, mate, because you bowl that quick and we, we need to make sure that everyone's uh, not concussed. Yeah, you got some, I, how quick can you bowl that cricket ball? Oh, I, once again, I haven't been, I haven't been on the clock, but um, it used to be as hard as I can. The the shoulders, I've been pretty lucky with my shoulders in footy, but still, when you know when you haven't done something for a while oh, and you the, roll it over and for the, a month <laughs> you're trying to rub it out. Like if I was to bowl the ball right now, I'd be in serious strife. I'd have to give up golf again. But um, it's, uh, you know, it's something I loved and I did it over summer. Um, it was more casual stuff, but um, just sport. Like it's so cool. And, mm. and when I was playing golf, it was probably – Cricket was my because you play golf in winter and then I play cricket in summer and that was my team side of things and that's probably where I found a bit of my love for footy as well because it's very individual golf like you go practice at the range you sort of go by yourself mm. you're playing you're playing to win by yourself um, which is a lot different to cricket and footy and um, yeah cricket was the first sort of team sport I got into and and really enjoyed that um, so much fun with the older guys over over the summer period well that's what my mail is mate my mail is that. Um that you literally, your story is quite unique like that. And when you did play junior footy, it was only, you know, from our, the great man, um, he sent me some stuff. But like when you were 15 and 16, yeah, like you played footy real late, didn't you? And, yeah. you've only just, and you just walked into the seniors and started, I mean, you think you kicked 60 goals or something in your in your first year in the seniors at Dartmoor. Yeah, I, um, yeah, so I, unfortunately, well, start from the start, yeah, I, it was for, through mates, um, Chucky Woodford and, um, Kieran Molseed, a few of the other guys down at um in Hayward where I went to school and and they sort of they you know, I was I was going to school and all they'd talk about on a Monday, Tuesday was how good footy was. We won by sixty points. Oh mate kicked fourteen snags, he's on track to kick a hundred, you know. Yeah. All this stuff. And I'm thinking, I need to be a part of this. But like it was a bit hard at that stage. Both my parents were working in town in Dartmoor because we're so far it was like forty minutes from anywhere. You it was, you know, a bit hard to travel. Um so I sort of held off and then I got to that age 15 where I was thinking I could 
probably sneak over and have a kick here on the on the footy oval. Maybe the oval was next door to your house, wasn't it? It was. So I kicked. Um, I didn't play football, but I was over there every day, either hitting golf balls on it, bowling cricket balls on it, or <laughs> snapping footies over my shoulder. And um, I loved it. But I went over the training one day. Um, one of the one of my mates was like, "Come for a kick." So I went for a kick. Look, we got. They were struggling for numbers in the reserves. Um, you came to play. Uh, followed me home, um, and and asked mum and dad because like I was Petra. I, did, I didn't want to ask. Like this is probably maybe a bit young. At this stage, I'm built like a stick, right? Yeah. An absolute stick. Like you think my legs are small at the moment. You should have seen them back then, Tommy. <laughs> they were serious toothpicks, and um, yeah. So I'm thinking this might be a bit much, but mum and dad was pretty keen on it. Mum not so, but. Um, got them across the line, and yeah, played senior, played two games of seniors, and then the then the uh, the footy club come walking back over home because they promised that he'd only play reserves. Two days, two two weeks later, I'm playing seniors, and they're asking the same question: Can he? Um, do you mind if he steps up to the seniors? And away we went. So I, I think I played, I think I played three games that year. After that, and broke my um scaphoid. It's a little bone in your hand. It takes forever, forever to um. To, to heal, so I've I've got up on I've sat on this guy's shoulders this day, right? And I've <laughs> fallen. I was that I was that high. I haven't done it since, but I was that high. I've fallen, and I've that's how I broke it. You so broke I, your hand on the ground. Yeah, on the ground landing. So I've I've sort of tilted over and and sort of front flip, sort of, and I've just gone down on it wrong, and I missed the rest of that season, unfortunately. And then the next year was the year um, when I kicked a few snags and a, a fair bit that? of So you've only picked the footy up at 15? Yeah, that's when that's when I got serious about it, yeah. yeah. So you must have been, so you played that, you've done, so you've got injured, you're out for the year, so about 17, like TSC Cup and all that kind of stuff must have come real yeah. quick. Yeah, that was super quick. So I had that seat next season and, and for Dartmoor and, yeah, I think we, we made finals and um, I had a good season. Um, lucky enough to play with, there was a couple of really handy forwards. Jace McRae um, still plays at Darty and, and he'd kick 100 goals every year for about six, seven years in a row there. So I was, you know, he's a shorter guy and I was in the full pocket and he was full forward, you know. Um, he he was um, he was good to play beside because you could learn a fair bit at that stage. But um yeah, and then after that, had that season, and then basically Jock Whiting from the Rebels. Um, he's the he he's the scout for that region. Um, you know the the Rebels um, boys come from far and wide, and obviously playing Ballarat. But um, yeah, he scouted. He's from Hamilton and come over and watched Dartmoor that year, and um, said come and come and try out for under seventeens um, over the summer period in Hamilton, and um, that's where it all started. I think there was a hundred and forty invited and. They end up with twenty two, you know, in a team. Mate, you would have been you would have been like the greatest recruit of all time for these blokes. Think about how hard they recruit. You know, they recruit young, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> big darties jump the oh. fence, put the golf sticks away. You know, the crickets yeah. in the summer, and go, I might have a kick. And you've come out and dominated. And you, because you went to the Giants as a seventeen year old. Yeah, so it, it's it happened quick. Like, I just had the one bang. underage year at um, North Ballarat, um, which was it was really fun. And that was when I was like, this is getting serious. Um, and yeah, because I've always thought about my footy and anything in life pretty casually, you know. So I I wasn't stressed about going and playing with, you know. I was a bit nervous, more so to like meet people. Mm. Like I was a bit quiet at that stage, and still am pretty quiet. But that's what I was stressed about. And once I'm on the footy field, it's just like I don't. It doesn't matter who I'm playing with. Doesn't matter if I don't know them. Doesn't matter, you know, where we're where we're all from. Um, 
and you just go do your thing. So that's what I did for that Rebels year. And I was lucky enough to have a blinder in my first game. What'd you kick? Um, we, we At half time, we'd kick five goals and I had five. <laughs> and then I was on, it was a funny story actually. I think I was playing on, um, well, I was playing on Timmy Seagrave who I ended up, he got picked as a full back. I got picked as a as a as a forward for um for the Giants. So I ended up living with him the next year. Oh wow! And you yeah. kicked five on him in half. Yeah, it was. Um, <laughs> I think I was. I, yeah, I only kicked the one after half time, but um, it was it was over in Gippsland somewhere, so miles from home. Yeah, you but guys, that's lots of travel. So you guys did so much travel. Like, would mum and dad would they rotate who drives you, or do you get lifts with your mates? Um, nah, most of the time it was mum and dad to games. Yeah, uh, it was it was the hardest part was um was uh, training because I couldn't go the Tuesday. Only, uh, it was in Ballarat, so I could only commit to the Thursday. And um, I'd go to school until about 12. Then mum would get me from, so she'd drive 30 minutes to Hayward, then drive me 45 minutes over to Hamilton. Then I'd get on school bus and go about two hours in the Ballarat play, have dinner, two hours back to there. Mum and dad will drive 45, it's like a big triangle they were doing. Yeah. And then for games, we'd just go wherever. It was about three hours was the best, closest one. Yeah, you, you, mate, honestly, uh, I remember because we, yeah, I remember going out to Kippy. We went out to Kippy once and I think we went to a few other country games and we kind of looked forward to it because we mm. never really travelled that much. But you guys are doing it so much. It, it's honestly all yeah. the parents that, that drive their kids around, oh, yeah, yeah. You, you aren't there without your parents, you know. Yeah, and, that's right. And um, it's amazing. Mate, you're, that is am- I actually didn't know that until Chuck would – the great man just sent me some stuff before and say he's actually got a pretty good story. I didn't know that you hadn't played footy that young. Um, yeah, missed out on the junior stuff, which is which is good though. It's probably why you're such a superstar. You're fresh. Well, you get out there and just kick sausages, and you don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yes, and yeah. There's there is a, a lot of that. That's how I think. But like, I, I sort of when I, when I go to clinics, I sort of and people ask about the story, or it might be a kid ask a question. I sort of tell them to enjoy that that time and as a junior, because I've missed all that, and you do miss it. I do. I would have loved to have played and learned my craft a little bit younger. But um, yeah, it's um, it's important to have fun at that stage, and that's all I've sort of done, tried to do. Yeah, well, what fun is something that we definitely see with you off the field. Now, before we get into the farm life and Geelong <laughs> and everything else, mate, I've asked Indiana, your beautiful partner, who's uh, currently just waiting in the car on the hotspot yeah. doing some work. She's an absolute weapon. Um, but, mate, just sort of, you know, get some mail. Here we go. So apparently you've been referring to yourself as a uh, part-time footballer, full-time tradie lately because you've been doing the Renos at home. How are oh, they going, mate? Are they all done? Mate, i tell you what, we're close to finishing. Yeah, we just had a tiler. It, it, I was going to do the tiling of um, the – so it was like a – it was a bathroom still, but – it was just a bath and like a vanity, and I was thinking, oh, we'll just keep it like that. And then he's like, no, nah, we need a new bath in there. We need this. That's got to go. This. I'm thinking that's going to be a big job. So anyway, <laughs> reconstructed the whole thing and um, put a bath in, and then um, we've had the tiler. So that's the last room. Once that's done, I've got a little bit of painting, and I'm finished. Really? But we got we got the place in- So you bought a farm for everyone listening and watching. You. Yeah. When did you buy the farm? Uh, we actually bought it in the hub last year. So um, we were over in Perth finishing off the season um, just before, two days before we played the Giants. So yep. the old mob for the first time. Um, and uh, yeah, so, but then it was six months until we got in. So we had to wait. 
And um, yeah, March one we got it. So like we moved in March one, which is like you know right at the start of the season. I'm thinking I've got a mountain of work to do here, and I've <laughs> got to be playing footy at the same time. But as you know, that's what I sort of like. I like keeping busy. So I was instead of going fishing, I've been renovating the house instead of you know going for camping trips and getting away and you know doing that sort of thing. I've just been renovating, and um, it's been really fun. I'm not. My old man's the handiest bloke ever. He could fix anything. He's renovated houses. He's done it all. So I've learned a bit off him and I've had him come and stay from time to time. He helps me out a bit. But it's been so fun, except for a couple of times I've overset the mark. And it's like, um, I remember we're playing north down in um, Tassie. Yeah, we're playing north down in Tassie. And, and I've been up painting like until one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> four days straight, I reckon, during the week. And I was so tired and buggered and... You know, when your back like starts aching oh, yeah. and you're thinking, I've got to like rein this in a bit here. But we, I had to get this room done so we could move out of the Geelong place into this place. Because you were running out of time, weren't you? Because you had running to get out, out of your old place and, into your new place. And I'd already told them a date. So we were, it was, we had to be out because there was new people already coming into the Geelong West place. So that's why I stayed up. All, and I got to the game and I'm thinking, I can't even bend over and pick up the footy. Luckily, I, the back <laughs> warmed up in time and got a bit of massage and away we went. But what did you know? But you ended up kicking I, I had my best game, <laughs> one of my best games. Remember you messaged me before saying, I'm in trouble this week. You yeah, come out and kick. Yeah. Where did you kick? I, I had I kicked seven. <laughs> um, but we were, <laughs> I, was, I was seriously thinking I'm not going to play this game. And I was trying to keep it so quiet because I was rocking up the training and Joel Selwood's looking at me hands and they're just covered in paint. And Hawk's <laughs> laughing in the background. He knows what's been going on. But Joel's like, what, what, what's on your hands, man? Is that paint? <laughs> yeah, I just had to touch up a couple of things at home. Little little did he know I painted the whole house just before North Melbourne. But yeah, we got it done. We moved in in time, so it was it all worked out well in the end. But yeah, you got to be careful. Got to be careful. Well, early. you got to stretch the limits, mate. You got to stretch the limits, and that, and I've heard you. You know, you you are um, you've done that much housework. You've actually forgotten how to how to hold a rod. You don't even know how to fish nah. these days. It's been that long. I think I've got the boat. It has been super long. Um, it's been since summer, basically. I got out a couple of times, but um, the boat's in the big like barn. And there's possums living all through that barn. I know there is. So I reckon they've moved in. I'm not game enough to get in the boat. There's probably a whole family. I'm surprised you've. I mean, is it? We're going to talk about Labor Talk now. Like since you've left Sydney, have you literally just gone from being the fisherman? We'll talk about outdoor athlete in a minute. The fisherman to just the farm life. Well, a lot at the moment because of probably renovations and stuff. It's been so all. Look, if I've got a spare half a day, I'll be. I'll be smashing out stuff inside and trying yep. to get it done. So that's taken, and especially the winter down there, you know what it's like. Oh, do oh, it, mate. I'm only just mate, starting to get a taste of it. I don't mate, know about where you are. It'd be colder down where you are. Well, it's actually been pretty, I think it's been a great winter. Like, it, yeah, it's a bit wet now. It's probably come a bit later, but we've had some nice days, like, out there. Very cold start, but nice. You know, not it's not getting over 12, 13 degrees, but sunny and, and steel. I hate wind. Gets very windy. Yeah, what helps when you got the fire pit, mate? Everyone loves that oh, fire pit. They do. You are They're the starting king. To tag me in the fire pit too, like on Insta. There's a bit of a trend there. Yeah, lots of people are starting to put up their fire pits, and I sort of repost them um, from time to time. But I know how some of the boys are getting into me. They're like, mate, it's it's boring that fire pit. What do you what do you keep posting the fire pit? It looks so boring. I'm thinking, I'm in my element there. That's where I want to be, right there. And then I could. What is Probably the, can't get one in here, but right now, but um, it's uh, 
There's something about it. There's something about it. Is that kind of for you? Is that like your happy place? Is that where you kind of you meditate without even meditating? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's where you can just unwind, yep. chill out. Your kind of secret, really. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's it. So, um, yeah, it's sort of just time to wind down and, you know, it's it's nice weather for it. Got it to is. keep warm and oh, yeah, sit yeah. back there on a nice camp chair and um, let the dog run around and a cat now too. Give a cat. Indy, Indy hates the cat. She She doesn't. She's never said she hates it, but she won't let it. She hasn't ever touched it. Gives it nothing. But mate, my mate got it from another farm. It was in the middle of the lawn. It was like that big. It was like a, it was way too small. I'm thinking this is not going to survive. And he goes, no, I don't think it will, but it wouldn't have survived out there. So it's going to be your barn cat now. Just brought it around, gave it some like milk that we drink, <laughs> thinking this is like... Sorry, mate, but this is all like I don't know what to do. Like, and it just started drinking that, and it's like it's like a full grown cat now, incredible, <laughs> and just owns the farm, just owns roams, the farm? roams around, does its own thing. That's great. Well, you've just on the farm, you've got a few, you've got a few um new animals. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, we got the cat, the dog, six, six, um, six hens. Chickens. chickens. They haven't laid yet. I've heard this. Latest struggle oh. with the farm. Jess has been Googling 21 reasons why your hens <laughs> aren't laying eggs. The big fella wants some scrambled eggs and you can't get All one. I want is, you know how good fresh eggs are? There's something about them. I love eggs anyway, but freshies, oh. And they're not laying. No, nah, I'll go in there and just walk out angry every morning. Um, I get up early and, and, and walk over there for some pellets and let them out. And they just like, they they're just not used to the farm yet, I think. They're a bit stressed. They're like, where am I? So if anyone knows how to- well, uh, Put it out there. Put it out there. I need, to get them, I need to get them laying, mate. I, you know something I haven't done? I haven't got the fake eggs. Well, I'll, I'll just go get some eggs from inside and put in the nest. Maybe that'll- Well, maybe go. look down the barrel and say, can someone help me? Yeah, I need help. I, <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> I need anyone that knows how to um, just get them laying. I, just, I couldn't help you, mate. Surely you could- they're not. They're clearly not happy. Yeah. Well, you, 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 they should be happy on that farm. Well, you think so? That I am. What are you so. feeding them? Milk. <laughs> Maybe they need some milk. Maybe they they probably get stressed out from the dog. To be honest, but oh well, that's a beautiful dog. Well, there you go. The farm life. I've got a question later on. I might as well ask it now because I'm going to keep it trending. We have some questions from the Aces later, but we have one of the um. One of the guys have written in, Tyree Marshall, thanks for writing in and appreciate everyone that writes in when we ask for a question for the guests because they love it. What is the favourite thing and the least favourite thing to do on the farm? Um, my favourite thing, there's so many favourite things. I'll tell you what, I absolutely love, I just got a new mower. You've probably I've seen, seen the mower. Seen you the, you've seen the mower man. stories, haven't you? <laughs> I love the mower stories. I tell you what, I um, I love um, How quick I've got does the it new go? John Deere mower. It's fifty fifty two inch cutter deck, and just oh, it's a it's a. <laughs> the lawn was covered in weeds and cape weed and all that stuff. So sprayed that out, and then that's all died off. And then your grasses come through, and it doesn't grow much in winter, but it's looking nice. And then you get on this thing, and it just purrs around. Oh, and look at Johnny normally, if, if you can, if you can time your mowing for poster game, and just put a couple of Northerns in the esky <laughs> right beside you, it's got a nice little drink holder there. You know, um, how many Northerns can you? Sneak well, in that thing? the problem is 
the mower's that good, you can get it done really quick inside an hour. So that's probably only, you know, your, your three beers, yeah, I'd say, three or four beers. Like if you four or five Depends what um, mower is. But then I go mow the laneways and um, a few other things. You're, you're one of the handiest guys. Like, you literally love it. It's it's great. You're literally in your element so much. Like, it's the farm is just perfect for you, isn't it? I, I Yeah. I'm, it's, I guess... Um, like spending a long period of time in Sydney and then coming back here is it's very lucky. You're lucky to have it the best of both worlds at the Cats. Um, I sort of mentioned that. Um, I love my time in Sydney, um, the big city. You know, I got used to um, through different ways of you know utilising probably the harbour and being out on that more than I was driving around the streets of you know Sydney. But um, to come back here, it's been incredible. You know, family's right there, but. 15 minutes from town and I'm, I feel like I'm in Dartmoor again and I haven't had that for, you know, 10, 11 years. Um, and now to have that again post-COVID, last year was a bit weird with COVID. But, um, yeah, this year's been awesome, so much to do. Um, and then, yeah, it is a happy place for both of us and it's been so exciting having people out there and you've come out and visited and had a look where it is and, yeah, it's 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 good. There's plenty to do. That's what I love about it. It's plenty to do. Um, you know, the lawns is probably my favourite thing. I, I, I love just getting up nice and early and going for a walk as well and let the chooks out. Yep, the cows are still in that paddock. Um, <laughs> the cats following me around. The dogs just looking for possums to hunt down <laughs> and rabbits and foxes and things. And and just it's a bit of chaos, but it's sort of it's a nice routine. And yeah. then you go into the football club an hour and a half later, you feel pretty good about it, and you just want to get better on the field and have fun with them as well. But yeah, it's great, mate. It works it, it, well. It's a great spot as well. It's not far from the beach, and I and think that's another thing. Yeah, over summer period. We haven't had a summer there yet because we got the farm in at the start of winter. Um, so I'm looking forward to a summer because everyone that we know sort of from Melbourne and family and that all go into your Barwon Heads is 25 minutes away, um, Torquay's 10, Bells Beach is 5, um, Anglesey's 10. So it's everyone sort of goes to ventures down that way over the summer period and into Christmas and New Year's. So um it's going to be an exciting time of year, I think, for that. Like, it's a lucky, lucky to have that spot. Oh, it's really. a great spot. You can see why. Do you reckon that's why Geelong are just continually successful? And when I say successful, they're always just in the finals and they always win one every now and then. But do you reckon there's a big correlation between, you know, the environment and the club? Because the club do yeah. give you a lot of spare time. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a big thing. Um, like, I don't think without coming and spending maybe, I don't know, a week Inside the club, it's it's hard to get a grasp on it. I sort of tell people like you, even like Griff Ryan Griffin, who's you know my best mate at the at the Giants. He's like me. That's why we get on so well. Loves the country lifestyle. Um, has a farm as well. But sort of spoke to him about how like you wouldn't believe how the club sort of is and just how different it is. It's it's people talk about it, but until you're in there, it's it's hard to understand. You know, um, they look after you and they understand. You know, um, people have a lot of other things away from the club as well. So when you're in there, you, you, you're there to get better and you work hard, but it might be only for a limited amount of time and then you're off doing your things that you love, whether that's some people go play golf, some pe- a lot of the boys have kids. Um, yeah, it's all it all works around, you know. Big Hawkey's 
misses a few meetings from time to time because he's dropping the kids off or the cows have got out or um, <laughs> you and the big hawker. Other things the, well. I've had a beer with the hawk. I can't wait to have a beer, yeah. especially next to you because I hear so many good things. But you two are not only just on the field, like he's tapping it through his legs. You're yeah. you're kicking it off the line. Like you boys have got so much connection on and off. But what is the hawk like? I know you told me. I mean, I'd love you to share some of the stories oh. that you told me. The harmless ones with the with the uh, the cafeteria, mate. That is one of the greatest stories. Oh, mate. There's a, there's a fair few. Like, there's so many. Um, the re- most recent one I was having to think, um, it didn't happen too long ago at all, but um, main training. And um, I'm like, oh, you know, so we've been training at Deakin, which is 10, 15 minutes away, and um, the ground just needs a bit of time, you know. Um, to grow back. We haven't had that much sun down there and it's a bit sloppy. So we've been training out at Deakin and um, I forgot my plane top and I'm like, oh, who can I call? I'll call Hawk and he didn't answer. But then I called um, Nigel Lappin and he, he got it, passed it to Hawk and then Hawk's called me back and he's like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry, Jez. You want a um, you want a hash brown? And I'm thinking, we're on the way to main training. No, geez, the hash brown would be good though, wouldn't it? And he knows that I love, you know how much I love me barbie sauce as well. Oh, yeah. So anyway, and I forgot at this stage, so we get to training and the boys all waiting and I've got no top on, so they're waiting for him. He walks out with me, Guernsey, but it's all folded up and I'm like, and I've opened up the Guernsey to put it on and the hash brown and barbie sauce just falls on the floor in front of, <laughs> in front of the boys. I'm like, oh, my God. It was the funniest thing. Like it was it was only a tiny thing, but that's just what he's like. He's, we go into weights um, in the afternoons on, at like, say, one thirty, but he goes to the um, – he goes into the cafe and orders like donuts for like Big Sav, Radical Ear and or someone like that. <laughs> or one of the boys that, you know, has trouble with their skinnies but loves a, loves um some food. And he's trying to be like, really professional yeah, around the club. Yeah, and he's he trying to be professional, but then um then the then the guy comes down like he's just started and he walks in the gym and he's like Donut for uh, radical ear, or like you know, <laughs> and and it's just like hawks over the back by himself, just laughing in the in the background. He's just a great character around the club, but I've never seen someone um, want to improve like every day like he does. Though as well, you know, um, footy wise on the on a more serious note, like he's been so good for me to learn off. He's like basically my mentor you know he's yeah. just um we bounce things off each other not just for me but just the whole forward line all the young forwards anyone that wants to you know learn that's what he's so good at um he just works on his craft every single day and you see it in his footy how intelligent he is yeah, like yeah. uses the ball so so good for a, a, a big guy he plays in the rock he kicks goals out of the rock in the forward line like he sets things up like you said that little tap through the legs the yeah. other week just stuff like that so smart he just wants to for someone that's kicked 700 goals and also is up there every year and goal assists um mm. is just yeah it's a it's a credit to the way he goes about it um but at the same time, such a relaxed guy as well. Oh, he has some fun. Oh, yeah. Like some you fun. two at the bakery. Like, what, what would you order you two at the bakery? Oh, like your day off, you yeah, boys. Just, and you do it differently, you lads. And it's great. I, yeah, it's. I, I still think that you could sort of. Well, you can't eat whatever you want, but you can you can indulge in a few things as long as you go out there on the weekend and you have that you know mindset you want to win and 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 dominate. Keep so, four each. Um, you know the I love me meat pies. I know Hawk loves a sausage roll and that sort of thing. Um, likes his sweets. We get down the freshwater 
um, Creek Bakery. and That's the best bakery in Australia. It is, you, yeah. It? Unbelievable uh, sponge cake. If you want a sponge cake, there's a pa- my favourite is the passion fruit. I'm, I'm a big passion fruit man, but the chocolate sponge, go the chocolate give him, sponge. Give him a shout. Where is it again? Yeah, so Freshwater Creek. It's on Anglesey Road. Um, Freshwater Creek Bakery. Unbelievable. Next to the servo there and... Um, it's it's very good. He he jokes that I've got a tab there, so he he puts it up on his Instagram story saying if you if you want anything, just roll it on Jerry's tab because <laughs> I don't live too far away. So um, no, nah, it's pretty. It's it's funny. It's it's there's we have so much fun amongst all the serious stuff, and I think that's why it works. Getting back yeah. to your point, and then away from football, you got guys that live down in Torquay, Barwon Heads on the beach. It's a pretty good lifestyle if you want to be a little bit more, you know, on the land, but not far from the beach like like myself and Hawk. You're just inland a little bit. Um, there's guys that live in – you could live in Melbourne. The club wouldn't wouldn't care. They would mm. not – they'd probably say, why do you want to sit in traffic for an hour and a half every day? But if that's your cup of tea, then go for it. Yeah. Like, feel free. I remember um, I remember because Simon Lloyd, you know, big shout out to Simon. He's, oh, yeah. he's one of the greatest men in football. All the Lloyd the Lloyd family have um, done so many good things in, in the AFL. But, I mean, he's got the psych, sports psych background as well. And we used to always joke, the Freo boys, when he was at Freo, we, we just walk into his office and feel amazing when we walked in. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah Going well, so when he's like when he's running pretty much the footy club. I remember when you got picked up. I was like, oh, you're in safe hands, mate. Like Simon Lloyd's one of the probably one of the greatest blokes I've met in yeah. football. Yeah. Um, and he's doing some great things at Geelong. So I remember when he went there, he's like, Tommy, you'd love it down here. Yeah, just because it was Freo was pretty strict and. Geelong sounds just my cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roll in, train your ass off, and then just go enjoy your yeah, spare time. That's it, exactly. No, he's a good man. Lord. How many years do you reckon um, Tomahawk's got left? Um, it's like, it's more like, than you think. Yeah, because you've because you've added like especially you, you've added this dynamic down there. You two, I reckon he's got a fair few as well. What yeah, do you, what do I, you think? It's hard to put a number on him, but like at the moment, he's just yeah, he's be- he's just as good as he's ever been. You know. Um, so it's hard to put. It's more for him when he wants to retire more than you know, mm. more than anything. So um, I'm sure when he's sick of it, he'll he'll hang the boots up. But you know, he 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 loves learning new things and trying new things. And like I said, he always works on his craft to get better. And yeah. it's paying off at the moment. So um, if he wants to just fully anchor up down there at full forward in the square and send me up the ground. For a few more years, just to squeeze a couple more out of him, I'm happy to do that. You've mate. been doing that lately. Would you have thirty about four weeks ago? Which is just, mate, you're a fucking weapon. Have thirty, and I think you kick four. What a day out that is. But um, oh, we've skipped on the Giants. But uh, let's get off the footy. We'll go to the funny encounters. Me and your, it's nearly five o'clock, and I know you got to run soon. But we've got a few, a few uh, segments to go through. Here. The funny encounters. I want you to tell everyone about the freezer incident because it was when I first went over there, and um, you told me and Toby to feed the dog. Oh yeah, and I thought. You know what? I'm going to check his freezer out. He's been catching some big fish lately, and yep. and then you've given me a call three days later. I've only just got to the club by then, and I didn't really know you that well, but we got along yeah, pretty yeah. well at the start. Yeah, <laughs> well enough. Well enough, and I thought, mm-hmm. oh no, I've I've blown it. Yeah, we've um, it was to feed the dog, wasn't it? I think, and there was something in the in the freezer. Um. Yeah, that stage I didn't have a deep freeze to put all my fish and stuff in, so it's just in the back of the freezer, which um, you know, that that stage um indy wasn't too thrilled with um but uh yeah you've so you and toby walk around there you grab whatever it is out for the dog and then the freezer must have just wedged open or like just not closed properly and it's just a jar 
it's a jar and um, we're not home for, you know, a few more days yet. So over time it's thawed out, hasn't it? All the fishing juices have just started like... It's 35 degrees. Yeah, it's hot. And um, I remember getting to the front door, coming back from where I can't, can't even remember where that was. Maybe in Melbourne. And I'm thinking, like, before we get to the front door, the freezer is like at the back of the house. Before we get the front door, we're like, oh, my God, what is that smell? Like some, some <laughs> next door's just – anyway, walk in and we're like, oh, my – we open the door and walk in. It just got worse and worse and worse. And by this stage, I'm searching to see what it is. Like we need to – it smells like dead something. And we walk around the corner and here's the freezer just fully open melted everything like just juices <laughs> all over the floor like it was so it would have got so hot during the day too it just reeked it absolutely reeked but yeah we forgive you i, I, I did call Cora, uh toby um, yeah, no, yeah. straight away and i'm like hey mate you um you get something out of the freezer or uh did you close the freezer or something like that and um oh mate i felt like the biggest it, shell nah because i didn't know Indy at the time <laughs> yeah nah it was it was <laughs> and the memory you sent me videos i couldn't going. be angry i couldn't be angry oh, but... it was i felt that bad because i hate i hate that smell that yeah smells. i see i i don't struggle with Indy. really didn't like it but yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm around i'm around <laughs> i can say that now it was a few years back but nah she was um it's not the greatest smell. I've been around a lot of fish and smells, so I sort of put it, put it behind put you. It but behind how long did it take to get rid of the smell? Oh, I think a couple of weeks, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably, <laughs> probably still reeking. I remember in that kicking house the footy now. with you every morning, mate. It still stinks at my joint. Yeah. Oh. And then the famous, we had the famous fishing charter, which was, you know, yep. I've just done that to you. I've left the freezer door. I've only had one encounter thus far, which was the fish freezer. Yep. And I said to you, mate, when when I've earned it, let me know when I can come out for a fish. And yep. you go, you know what, mate, like. Because I told you, I get a bit seasick. Yeah. And I said, I'd, I need it to be flat, like yep. real flat. Yeah. And you've gone, mate, I've got an absolute perler. Well, it was a perler. And I've decided it? it was such a good day that I've gone out for a few beers the night before. Had a few too many, but I knew oh, that I, I couldn't let you down because we're yeah, going early. See, I, was, I was expecting to for it to be called off. I was still going fishing, so it didn't worry me. Like either way, you know, I haven't. It wasn't. Um, there was someone else on the boat that day yeah. too, wasn't there? Tobes coming as well. Tobes, was it? Yeah. yeah. So, um. Anyway, I would have went by myself like I love it that much. But, um, yeah, I think I called you in the morning and you're like, wait, I've, I've just – I've only had a couple of hours sleep here. I've had a few too many beers <laughs> last night. But you were still keen to come and I credit to you, you jumped on. And it wasn't rough at all, but – It's not rough. Yeah, for, for – and and we actually fished still in the harbour, so we're inside the heads. But it does get a bit of – a few waves come in because it's the open there, the opening the mouth of the river and – um. Anyway, I'm in my favourite spot, and we were catching fish, weren't we? We were catching oh, a few fish, but, geez, you- uh, I had a monster on the line, and I remember you, you just did. going, how are you feeling? And you know, you always just lie. You just say, yeah. no, no, mate, I'm feeling good. Yeah. I was feeling horrific, and yeah. I just had like a brekkie juice and burger, like it a bacon feeling, egg, yeah, yeah. just before we left, just to yeah. fill the stomach up with something, and I'll just never forget when you looked at me, and you're like, you feeling all right, mate? And like, yeah, and you look, I've seen it before, so, and you did, you lied through your teeth, you tried to hold it in, you're like, oh, mate. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm all right. And then just not then long the after, minute, you, you're got, onto a fish. That was the best part. Ha, yeah. It's up on my, I think I put it up on my outdoor. Yeah, it, was, it actually went on the but, footy um, show. It was not my greatest moment. It's, it's. A, I mean, it is. Power spewing whilst catching a fish. A kingfish as a well. A kingfish. A you were happy with it? I was happy with it. Yeah, I, I said, I'm in trouble here. And you go, mate, you got a fish there. I said, mate, I'm in it's trouble here. <laughs> and then I'm just throwing up. Oh, God. <laughs> mate, that was my highlight on the, on the uh, that's oh, the only that, time I've been fishing and uh, we need 
need to do it again because you caught some good fish, but yeah, you were maybe when you're you you uh, are the best though. You 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 um are taking people out for a fish like you you, you post footy when you do get back on the harbour or whatever you're doing. You could just do the old tours and just up and down all day because yeah, it's I'd, very pleasurable to go on as a guest that has no real idea. You love it. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I I like it, and um, I've sort of done that with my old man. I, I grew up fishing a lot, and then. When I bought the boat, it was all about like who, who wants to go because I would go every single day by myself. It doesn't worry me at all. Like it doesn't. I don't feel lonely or nothing. Like I love. I love it, and I'll stay out there all day. But if people want to come and catch a fish, like that's just overrides everything. So, um, always good to have the younger boys out, older boys if they want to come. But a lot of sort of the the younger guys at the Giants were keen on it and um, come out from time to time, and we had heaps of fun and caught some really good fish. Um, the harbour's a good place and plenty of plenty of fish in there. Well, mate, you've caught some monsters, and it's and it's now time for the questions from the aces. And the reason this is the first one is because it's all about the outdoor athlete outdoor athlete is yourself and you've created your own page and your own um you know instagram you've got youtube you've created some amazing content and mate all the all the fans including myself jacob grig um should say then jacob grig what a mouthful that is griggy griggy's written in he just goes ask the great man when the new season of outdoor athlete is returning yeah i thought well i will Oh yeah, you you will. Um, Could be. Nah, I've I've been asked a lot lately, and it's a bit like the fishing. I've just sort of slowed down a bit. So, what I've um got planned at the moment, and I've been doing a lot of filming. I just haven't put it together yet. Is of the farm and what I've been up to at the farm, and why I've been so busy, rather than just saying you know, haven't been able to make the next YouTube because um you know can't be bothered or whatnot. It's actually because I've been really busy getting things up to scratch at the farm just to move in and make sure we're settled. So I filmed a lot of the renovations, which would be good. Um, what have been, uh, you know, the cows and whatnot and all the funny stuff that sort of comes with that because I like to have, have a bit of fun with it. Um, but, yeah, I've got that all sort of sitting there waiting. So good. I think I'm going to go down the path of it instead of just doing fishing, doing like just everything outdoors. So it might be like a full day with you playing golf, you know, and we just film the whole thing and have fun. And um, because people are really interested in what sort of you do, they people look at you like you're just a robot, loves footy and all this, but I'm like the total opposite. And that's, mm. I want to show people that. So, how I can do that is um, by filming it or, you know, getting someone else to film it or whatnot and, and putting it together because um, I'm a little bit different. Different unit, Tommy. Oh, mate, we love um, different. We don't want the same. Yeah, yeah. So can't say. I'm, I, and and <laughs> a lot of it, I sort of can't say either because it's probably yeah. a bit much. But um, yeah, you know, love a beer, love sitting around with mates. Well, the off know. season's coming, and we're going to do it some is. of this I'll, content. Braden's a guru, and we'll, we'll come. We're, we're going to come down and do this on the farm. But we've ended up doing it um, in town for this one. But there'll be there'll be one at the end of the year, and there might be one at the end of the year with a medal around the oh, neck. And if well, it is, we'll get the hawk on a few pies and a oh, few. Oh yeah, few we'll northerns. have it all. This table won't be big enough. We're going to have to get a bigger one, I reckon. Just <laughs> fit the pies on it in the northerns, um, <laughs> and the dead, and the and the um, barbecue sauce, which oh, I forgot yeah. to mention earlier. You have barbecue sauce on literally everything, including homemade lasagna, just the yep. works. Barbecue yeah, sauce. not too thrilled with that one because, you know, if you can cook a really good homemade lasagna, the last thing you want your guests to do or partner is to throw a heap of barbie sauce on it, but it just doesn't matter. Like it, it's, <laughs> I've said it to mum and I've said it to her. It just, you won't get it out of me. I love it. Um, you should you should get a sponsorship from, and the boys, from barbecue sauce. The boys get into me about it, but. It doesn't worry me. We've got the buffet there at the club most days and it goes on everything. The <laughs> chef's over in the corner looking at me like shaking his head. But, um, yeah, it's just me. I've always loved Yeah, you've always smacked the Barbie, which is funny. 
Our man, Chuck Wood, Charlie Woodford. He goes, just ask him if this is if he remembers. Oh. <laughs> One day he's down at Lammy's Tavern, down the bottom bar, right? Oh, and he Lammy's. reckons. I haven't been back. <laughs> he goes, we're down there having a good old time. And he goes, it's unfortunately that the place only takes cash. And one day Jez just <laughs> Jez threw, threw his wallet at me. He goes, take me card. Take this to him and tell him I'll buy the fucking joint because they wouldn't take the fucking card. Is that true or false? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I honestly... <laughs> I honestly, look, I could sort of, nah, no, I would have been, geez, I would have been, I was playing at the Giants at this stage. Yeah, fuck. Geez, it would have been like my second year, I reckon, of footy. Maybe, um, geez, it would have been a good investment, I reckon, if I went through with that, but. Oh, that is oh, funny. Oh, that's mate. too funny from Chuck. He's probably got a few more stories about Chuck, me. Chuck, Chuck had a few, and I said, Chuck, unfortunately, I can't, I can't release all of them, but I'll release that one because <laughs> that's a good one. Toby Green wrote a few funny ones as well, but I had to let them go to the keeper. But there's one thing that I know because I'm mates with both years. You guys are the wrestling kings. When it's mm. off season and time to just you know let the hair down, especially him, he's the instigator. Yeah, he just tends to just pound for pound. He reckons he's the best in the world, but. He, he can't bet you, can he? No, he can't. And has been for, how many? Do you reckon how many times do you reckon you've wrestled on the piss? Well, a lot, <laughs> a lot, <laughs> lot, like at many, many times. But he's a strong unit, but he just doesn't have the long levers like myself. The big so, emu, yeah, the emu. <laughs> They're stronger than you think. The emus, but definitely a big one. It, it used to be every Mad Monday there was a big oh, wrestle yeah. until you were just both exhausted. But yeah, I'd, I think I was up there maybe ten nil. Or something. I only counted the ones that were Mad Monday ones because everyone was around watching it, you know. But he's he he doesn't have a he tells everyone that he beats me, but he doesn't have a leg to stand on if you ask the ones that know. Yeah, so there you go, Toby. If you're listening, mate, now everyone knows you've never beaten the great man in a wrestle. Yeah. And I heard that they do go. He, the thing is, he doesn't give up, does yeah, he? But he? I've seen you. Ta- I've seen you tap him out, and he goes, Let's "Go again." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's not how the tap out works. But yeah, we'll go again. Yeah. And then he winds me up as well, and I'm like, "No, I'm not. I'm not wrestling you anymore. I'm not doing I've it. I'm not it. doing it. I'm not doing it." And then next minute we have to because he's just worked me up. He knows how I work, but yeah, fucking so funny. Oh, you two are funny. There you go. And then another one, I've already asked that one, the favourite um, thing to do on the farm. And again, thank you to everyone that writes in. The questions are great. We always like to pluck a few. So, um, yeah, well done to everyone out there. Now, here we go. The last three segments, because you've got to get to the great man's birthday um, tonight. The Caps moment. So, again, shout out to our friends at Caps. The Homer headwear, Jez. Look how good that is. Beautiful, mate. Throw that on front, backwards. You can wear that around the farm. farm, Oh, yeah. I can see you on the the John Deere just motoring around the joint. But the, um, and and again, Caps, thank you so much for your support and everyone out there. Remember that there's a code, ACES. um, Use that at checkout. They've got everything. The NFL's starting soon, so you'll be able to get some jerseys and whatnot. But the home of uh, headwear, no doubt. Now, the Caps moment, Jez, it's the greatest moment in your professional career thus far. Um, if you were to identify just one that comes to mind, what would be your Caps moment? Um, yeah, well, I haven't won a grand final, but we got to a grand final at the Giants, and I think that was massive. Um, it was clearly the biggest game I've played in and the most exciting one, the prelim. Um, we knocked off the pies to get there. Um you know, and it was without Toby, I know. Um, which is even 
even crazier. But I remember like just the excitement after it because we could not get it out of our D50 for about 10 minutes in the last <laughs> quarter. It just come out, back in, out, back in. And luckily our defence held up and our mids and whatnot. And um, I remember that that moment. Yeah, it was it was huge. Mummy, I think it was Mummy, balked someone on the line. He like sold pendles, some candy. Pendles in the goal square and then kicked it out. Out, um, outside 50, but yeah, crazy. I think that was probably my Caps moment, yeah. Haven't quite got the granny, but I'll tell you what, in um, eight or nine weeks' time, when um, if we if we get over the line, um, I'll oh. have a new one. I'll have to get you down the farm, mate, like well, you mentioned. There'll be a Caps moment. There'll be a Caps party, I reckon. <laughs> there you go, the uh, prelim. There's another Caps moment. We love them. Now, like always, we were saying last episode, but the Caps clanger. For some reason, the news, mate, you chuck it on. Everyone loves the negative story. They love they love picking up the papers and having something that's not good. So we thought we'd introduce the Caps Clanger a few weeks ago, and it's it's probably the opposite of what you just said. It's probably the, the moment where you've just had a fucking nightmare, whether it's, at, whether it's at training, whether it's at footy, I don't know, in life. But what is your – what is when you say you've had a Caps Clanger, what's been the biggest clanger you reckon you've made uh, or you've had thus far? Well – I've been pretty lucky. I was having a think, and I've been pretty lucky in my footy career. Um, yeah, I've had a few minor clangers, but nothing major. Um, plenty of away from football clangers, <laughs> uh, a few major ones in there. But one I do remember in footy, and, and going right back to the start, um, I was at Dartmoor, and they got a um, a race that goes down. So this is this is the first season when I got injured. And um, it was my second game, so I was playing my first uh, – sorry, in the reserves, but it was my second game of reserves. Ever. So, ever. And I've walked out of the change rooms, and it's a big hill down the down the bank like that. And I've walked out, and we're all about to run down onto the field. This is at training, and I've picked up a nurry, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, this is an absolute beauty. I'm going <laughs> to talk this 60 metres off the top. And I, and I did my quad. I did my quad <laughs> and and you know at that stage and even now I'm still a bit like I've actually had to tell myself not to when you're injured you have to tell someone because I try to hide it a bit like you know what I mean like my back's like cooked I'm like no nah, I'm all right I'm all right but I'm not you know yeah, so yeah. I've been I've made an effort in my last sort of few years to actually go nah you need to ask for help but Back then, I didn't tell a single soul that I've kicked the Tory off the top of the Dartmoor Hill just before training. So I'm training with it, and I'm like in so much pain. I remember it being so bad. Four days later, rubbing heat into it, playing, playing, and played on it, kicked two snags, and I was in so much pain after that. Like, And then I went on to play seniors, and then I, I didn't have a week off, but um, it just come good. Each week You're it kidding. come good. So that's how I started. That was my second game ever. And I reckon I held – it would have been sore for about the next four ga- four games after that. Like that these days I would have had – these days I would have had four weeks just off in rehab, but I somehow played, played through it. But – um, That is funny, Not good, mate. the quad. Nah, not good. And not, <laughs> it's, just, not, it's not something you want to do, yeah. Nah, but, not at this level, but that, that, is a, that is a Caps clanger and you've just said, no, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right, boys. I'm all right. Like, yeah. Were no, you hobbling just, around? Just tight. No, I was – yeah, but I was using like – I was just saying I was tight. Oh yeah, I probably kicked a few too many balls, but I know, like this thing went pop when I kicked it. Like, shocking. <laughs> and um bit of DP, couldn't get it going. But yeah, I I remember hobbling around. I was useless, but we were short on numbers and anyway. Oh, Kernel, that is a cracker. I remember learned from that one. Oh, we've all done that. I remember doing the same thing. I did a hammy at um Vic Metro training, yeah. pre training, kicked yeah. a barrel from fifty and um 
Yeah, this is actually true. The, the, <laughs> me and Michael Taylor, he used to play on you, the big yeah. man, and he's pretty smart, Mick. I, like, I know he gets a rap for being, he looks pretty dumb, but he's actually pretty smart. And, and he's, he's, he's actually, his brother, Adrian's a doctor. So he's, he used to hang around him and know all the terms about, you know, he knew the body quite well. And yeah. I've done a hammy, right? And I've kicked it from 55 and I've, I'm like, oh, cramp. Look, felt like cramp. He goes straight away. He's like, mate, mate that's, you, you've done a grade one. He goes, I can just tell. He goes, quick, get on the ground, right? So he gets me on the ground. I've chucked my leg up on his shoulder. He goes, do a couple of bridges for me. We're only like 16. Yeah. And everyone's like kind of looking. And we're really close mates. And I've come in and you know what I'm like. And just like, fuck. He's like, mate, you've done a grade one. Because I couldn't get my ass up. Yeah, yeah. And I could do hurting. it on the good side. Yeah. So I've walked in and everyone's like, what's wrong, Tommy? Because I was flat as. It's the middle of the, the carnival. I'm under 18. So like it's the most important year. I've walked straight up to the dock. He goes, what's wrong, mate? I go, Mick has just told me I've done a grade one left hamstring. And he's like, this doctor's like next to the busy. He goes, have a fucking go at this fuck. <laughs> I'm like, what are you laughing at? Like, just so naive. I'm like, mate, he goes, how do you know you've done a grade one? I go, because Michael Talia just assessed me on the field. <laughs> he goes, what did he do? I said, the left hammy bridge versus the right hammy. He goes, you're a fucking idiot. Anyway, I've ended up done the grade one left hammy. I said, I've had three weeks. So yeah, I couldn't I couldn't oh, get so going like you, on. man. Spot, spot on, on, mate. The big yeah. fella, unbelievable. Um, but yeah, there you go. You, I mean, that's amazing how you kept playing with the cord because I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, the, the last segment, the Rixies, mate. I know you love your Calvin, so I've got you the uh, the Rix eyewear here, the the Calvin Champagne Green Polarized Lens, so you can roll oh, around. Uh, on the farm. So chuck them on, big fella. And, and, and when you chuck them, and again, everyone out there, Rick's Eyewear, head online, www.rickseyewear.com.au. Get yourself a pair of sunnies, but use the code ACES at checkout for a discount code. Um, big daddy has got the Calvins on. Now, mate, Rick's in retirement. Yours will be interesting. You can only pick one place oh, in the world. Um, where would daddy retire in the world and why? Oh... It's actually something I haven't really thought about, but I'd love to be. You know what? I, a place that I really love is somewhere in Queensland, just not really hot all the time, but a Noosa sort of type, like just somewhere like that. Although they have been getting a lot of rain. Yeah. Um, somewhere on a bit of a bit of land like that um, would be nice, wouldn't it? It's a North um, Queensland job for the big fella. Maybe, yeah, maybe. But um, that's a long way from here as well. All the family's going to be back here, so yeah. I might have to just stick to the farm where I am, which, you know, I won't complain with. I thought you would say that. I thought you wouldn't be moving because it is the dream, the dream farm. Well, mate, that's all we've got uh, for the great man. I appreciate your time. You'll be back. We'll be doing another one on the farm. But all the best for the rest of the year because it is a good year. Um, I, I think you guys are the team to beat without um, putting a curse on. But, yeah, just keep doing your thing and, uh, yeah, wish you all the best, mate. And it's good to see you. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it, Tommy. Thanks for listening to another episode. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please feel free to hit us up on our social channels at Osmerican Aces. If you're entertained, inspired, or feel more educated, please share it with your friends and family because we appreciate the support. Righto, catch you on the next one.